Today's show brought to you in part by our friends at Woodbine Racing. We're very happy to be partnering with them again this season, and there's a lot more coming up with the $500,000 Woodbine Oaks scheduled for July 24th. Of course, that's a big prep traditionally for the $1 million Queen's Plate happening this year on August 21st. The plate trial for three-year-olds also taking place on the 24th. Lots of clues for the Queen's Plate. For more information, go to woodbine.com. Also, very happy to be brought to you today by our friends from the BetMakers. Fixed odds betting powered by BetMakers is back and in effect at Monmouth Park. Early returns are fantastic. 70% of the winners paying more on fixed odds than they are on the tote. Soon, fixed odds wagering will be available throughout the state. An exciting new way to bet that puts the power to get value in your hands because the odds you bet are the odds you get. You're going to be hearing a lot more about fixed odds betting and this Monmouth race meet across the In The Money Media Network. Welcome to a special edition of the In the Money Players Podcast. Extra special because this isn't really an episode of the In the Money Players Podcast at all. It's much more of a mashup between the Players Podcast and the Owner's Box. This is our Del Mar Lifestyle Show for 2022. We've got a returning guest. She did such a good job last year on the show. We're bringing her back again for some more thoughts because, you know, she's a woman of taste and her opinion evolves over time. You know her from all manner of racing broadcasting work that she does. And of course, and of course, also as the co-host of the owner's box, she is Michelle Yu. Michelle, what's going on? Oh, not much. Just uh, suffering through another day of oppressive heat in Southern California. <laughs> Well, I don't know about that. Uh, How bad are we talking here? Is this is this real? Are these real issues or is this like Southern California, you know, fake ideas of what real heat is? No, it's like 100 every day. It sucks. (laughs) And of course, our other guest also from the owner's box, from his role in the Little Red Feather Racing Partnership, from some other new responsibilities we'll be talking about also a little bit later in the show. Billy Koch. Billy, how's the weather out there? Well, as Michelle just said, it's hot. Whoa! <laughs> Wait a second. This is a family program. Word on the show? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I thought this was like the owner's box where you could say whatever we want. I mean, in theory, you can. I'll probably go back and bleep it. But if I forget, apologies to the to the children listening at home. It's all it's, good. So, yeah, it's it's good. Give me an actual for the dive bar show. It's attach attach a temperature to expletive hot because i had somebody complaining to me in england the other day i went up and looked it was 80 degrees and they were talking no, about how it was boiling it's I was over like, no. 100 you know I, michelle lives where do you live michelle monrovia yeah i'm out in woodland hills kind of the valley and it is hot oh the valley's even worse it's hot it's hot well, you stay inside and uh and you your just, air conditioning bill is 700 bucks a month almost as yeah, much as it, the gas it's hot i mean listen there could be it could be worse Trust me, I, I've, I've been in worse. I'm not complaining, but it is hot. I mean, I got the, the sale from FASIG that I'm watching today. So we're, uh, I know it's, uh, you know, we're, we're still working and, and I'm just happy to be here, Pete. I'm always excited to be on any In the Money Media podcast. We appreciate that very much. Uh, well, and, we're partners. And, and the, I, I think well, actually, though, Michelle got a much nicer introduction than I got. 
<laughs> you feel yours was a bit perfunctory? Are we gonna? Is that the road yeah, we're gonna go down? That's a great word, perfunctory. I can't. I'm, even say I'm, I'm just worried. I'm just concerned. I wish that was a happier sound than it than it sounds like. That's just a that's just a seltzer I'm popping here. Mm. Um, here's the thing. I'm 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 a little concerned about our technology. Maybe I gave you short shrift. Next time I'll give you a really glowing one. But you've given me the perfect segue with talking about the heat up in and around the Santa Anita area and uh, and up in that part of Southern California, because you got to figure part of the reason why Del Mar racetrack became such an appealing thing, became such an idea back in the day was for, you know, all you, you fancy Hollywood types to be able to have a place to go that was significantly cooler right by the ocean, the seaside jewel of a racetrack that is Del Mar. Michelle, you must be awfully excited about being able to uh, pick up your tack and, and move down there in short order. Okay, I'm like the only person in the world that like doesn't love moving to Del Mar. <laughs> Why not? The oh. weather's going to be better. You the can't weather complain will be better. About that. Uh, to be, f- we live in a camper all summer. I've got two kids, two dogs. You know, Ryan's got forty horses. It's just a lot of moving. It's a lot of work. It's really expensive. It's a pain in my butt to move to Del Mar <laughs> for the summer. You know what Del Mar is? My favorite Del Mar fall del mar where we drive down for the races and enjoy like i love fall del mar <laughs> well i appreciate that and that's the del mar that i can get to regularly i am gonna try i don't know how i'm gonna do it i am gonna try to get out there for the summer meet. maybe with the meet starting so late ending so late maybe just maybe i have a shot at that last weekend but that was kind of a killjoy answer maybe really billy okay, Koch. i'll do better i'll do better i no. can't wait i'm actually moving <laughs> don't tomorrow. Lie, you, uh, you love Saratoga. I cannot wait Saratoga. to start summer and walk on the beach and jump in the pool and maybe even go to the races. Yeah. Michelle, oh, that sounds more enthusiastic. Yeah. I cannot wait. I am going to Del Mar next week. I can't wait to get down there. I am so excited. It is my favorite place in the world and uh, it's going to be a great summer. How is that, Pete? Much better. Yeah. Much, And it sounded genuine too. And it I think it genuine. is genuine in your case. I mean, this... Yeah. yeah, this is a place where I know. When did you start going, Billy? How how many years have you been? You no, know, I have a I have a winter circle picture from Del Mar. I believe it's nineteen seventy four. So that's going I, way back. Yeah, and I was talking to someone. It was funny. I was talking to Carla Gaines and Jack Carava this morning. What a what a what a threesome we were having at uh, at Clocker's Corner. Oh, tell me more. Yeah. Well, get your head out of the gutter. Um, So we were talking and I was saying I was upset with my grandparents. God, you know, God rest their soul uh, souls. Um, But like they were buying all these places when I was a kid, like they bought a place in Rancho Mirage and sold it. They bought a place in in Medford, Oregon and sold it. I'm like, why didn't they just buy a beach house in Del Mar? Like that would have been so good. They would have sold it anyways. What's that? No, they you know, maybe, maybe they would have given it to me and I could have been there. But anyway, <laughs> I have a great spot. I have a place, a little uh, rent, a, a two bedroom, one bath about literally, this is no joke, 90 seconds from the beach. And I will go in the ocean every single day. I force myself. I know it's very tough for those of you listening to force yourself <laughs> to go to the beach and go in the it ocean. It takes one for the team, people. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is a great hangover cure. And it's great for just getting your muscles back into shape after after the, the day before. It, it's phenomenal. It really is. If you haven't been, you have to come. It's such a great experience. And uh, it's going to be a great summer. I think the racing is going to be awesome. 
Um, we have, it's so fun to debut two-year-olds down there uh, with, because you have so much hope, it's hopes and dreams. And uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of extra coverage of that two-year-old racing at Del Mar through our friends at Baby Talk, sponsored by Gainsway. And maybe, Billy, we'll, we'll put you on for an episode and sure. talk a little bit about the two-year-old oh, scene. That are you would still, be, are you still be doing that with, uh, with Tugel, or has he moved on since he got his new job? Tugel has a new job, but... I still need to speak to our friends over there at Gainsway. What I'm thinking of trying to do is having more of a rotating cast of characters. I'd love him to still be in the mix. Gosh, I'd love either of you to be in the mix from time to time, as well as a a cast of people to uh, talk about all things exciting in two-year-old racing, Del Mar, Saratoga, and and really across the country. I have a suggestion. You hit on something. Pete, I have a suggestion. Hit me. Yeah, yeah, we like suggestions. Okay. Just call call Mr. Bob Baffert and put him on and find out about all his two-year-olds. He's going to win uh, 90% of the dirt races down there. Uh, he's, he's coming back with a vengeance. I'm scared to death. I'm sure Michelle feels the same way. And uh, we just, that's a way of life. Well, I'm sure Jay Privman, in his famous, for a great reason, one of the most famous racing columns yes. of any year is when Jay puts out his two-year-olds to watch. And I'm sure we'll get the lowdown in there on the on the Bafferts headed out there, as well as a lot of other well-fancied runners. Because a lot of famous horses, I first read their names in that uh, in that Privman column. Heck, he'd be another interesting guy to, to drag in. Yeah, he'd be great. Yeah. We've got no shortage of interesting people, but you hit on something, Billy, that I I wasn't planning on asking about, but I actually think it's a good thing to start when we're doing this lifestyle show about Del Mar. People who are coming, who aren't as, you know, fortunate as you guys to be able to be there, or maybe unfortunate in Michelle's case, to have to be there for the entire meet. People who are coming down there who want to get like the a little bit of beach experience. Do you know, do you have any kind of lowdown on what the public beach options are? I feel like that dog beach area and right around there i think i've just strolled onto that and i didn't feel like i was trespassing and it's kind of nice after the races to roll down there with a beach chair and you know a bottle of wine in a in a chill bag and and do what my old pal who i know you met back in the day billy uh, william murray the great racing writer used to call the wine ceremony but i'm curious to get any kind of any kind of wise guy beach tips you have for the people uh, who, who might be coming to enjoy del mar um, I don't think there's any wise guy. There, there's a great strip of beach that's the public beach right by the uh, the big park. What's that called, Michelle? Uh, Powerhouse Park or something? Yeah, yeah that's it. And, and and right next to it is you know Jake's and 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 uh, what's the other restaurant there? Um, Poseidon. Um, yes. it, it, whatever that strip is, I imagine. I, I want to say it's like Lifeguard Station. I want to say it's like four, but that might not be right. But it goes down for literally about a mile and a half. And anywhere in that area is fantastic. Um, it gets pretty crowded by, by Powerhouse, just below Powerhouse Park. But there's other beaches, too. If you end up staying in La Jolla, there's great beaches down there. If you end up staying in Encinitas, there's great beaches there. Um, Cardiff, there's unbelievable beaches. Some of those are private. Uh, but it, it is wherever you go, you're going to be close to the beach. So don't it, it, I'm very spoiled. And that's why I like to live a minute and a half because I like to just walk. I like to jump in the ocean. I like to sit and read the form for 25 minutes and then jump back in the ocean and come back. I don't like that's to great. get in my car to do that. But that's not saying that it's inconvenient. It's just parking sometimes can be a little bit of a bitch. And uh, but it, it, you can't it's. It's different. It's a it's a beautiful beach. The weather's perfect. If the water's warm, it's just incredible. 
So I'll give you a little tip then. Yeah. Um, if you leave Del Mar and you like go up the hill towards the brig, instead of turning left and going to the dog beach area, if you turn right and you go down into like the little gully right there that becomes Cardiff, yep. there is like a parking lot on the left-hand side. If you go in the early evening, you can get parking in the parking lot and you can pull your truck or car right up to the sand where you can like use your car as a home base. This is not like a great beach for like laying out or anything, but like if you want to watch the sunset or the sunrise or some surfers, or you want to like walk on the beach a little bit, it's free parking right there. And it's really great because you can use your car and it's right there. You don't have to walk up a hill or any of that junk. So highly recommend that little Cardiff intro area. That's love that idea. Good call. Love that. And, and I love that idea of just being able to tailgate right out the yeah. back. That that sounds That's what we do at night. Convenient. We bring a bucket of water to dip the kids in when we're done. There you go. <laughs> kids. I'm glad you mentioned that, Michelle, because that's something we did a little bit on the Saratoga Lifestyle Show, but I, I think we probably could have delved more into it given the, the knowledge that both JK and I have on, on that subject of entertaining kids around Saratoga. What are your favorite Del Mar area activities for the kids either on, on dark days or on mornings of, of race days what, what do you recommend um so what we usually do is we try and swim during the day so that's always fun um i love this one park in encinitas so we go there it's like i'll have to look up what it's called exactly like you know how you just know where places are um, of course and I didn't prep these guys for any of this stuff. I'm just throwing stuff at them. So it's a little bit of a host fail that I'm asking you all these questions I don't know the answer to. But yeah, but feel free to oh, feel good. free to dig and so and if look you go if you go one. the Encinitas uh, community was it community park. So basically, you want to go north of um, Del Mar and off of. I'm trying to get the. I think it's off of Alabama. Was it Alabama? Is that the name of the street right there, Billy? Alabama. I'm not, I'm not, oh, Birmingham. Birmingham. I don't have okay. any young kids. So you, so so you go I north. Just I literally Wait. just muted. All right. So you go north on uh, the five from Del Mar, you exit Birmingham and you go left towards the ocean. You make your first right over the freeway. And on the left-hand side, like up the street a little bit, there's this big park and they've got like baseball fields and oh, yeah. they've got like a walking trail. They've got a skate park there and they've got this really great kids area that's like outdoors but covered um they've got like something for almost every age it's got these like super crazy climbing things my kids love it you can ride your bike there and it's really fun so we try and go there in the mornings before it gets too hot and too busy um there's also the lucadia skate park that we go to and i bring my kids there really early in the morning it's like a big rectangle so they can like ride their bikes or scooters around the outside and i don't have to really move i can see them at all times on one end there's a playground on the other end there's an actual like miniature type skate park with like you know not a bowl but a couple like ramps and some stairs and my kids like to take their scooters in there um so we try and do that like at 6 30 or 7 in the morning before you know all the teenagers come out to play so those are the two <laughs> things that we do in the morning and something i'm looking forward to trying this year i just found out about this um like arboretum and it's in encinitas but it's called like the san diego arboretum um and it supposedly has like some great trails and stuff so that's something we're actually looking forward to doing this year i love all those ideas now usually these 
lifestyle shows were very focused on eating and drinking. We'll certainly get to that. Why not straight away? In terms of places you're excited to go back and eat at, let's start with food. Billy, what are your top uh, of the list places to check out this Del Mar meat? There's so many great places to eat. Um, I am a, I don't like to go very far as Michelle knows. Um, if you, I'm just going to throw this out. You go downtown San Diego, like little Italy, Michelle and I went to a great place with our really good friend Onofrio last year, but we go there for just a, one lunch. It's hard for me to get out of the area. The number one place I took Michelle there during Breeders' Cup is a place called Ken Sushi Work, Ken Sushi Workshop. And oh, we took you there. I crashed too. that dinner. Yeah. I crashed that dinner. Yeah, yeah, that was, you were there. It was fabulous. It is. Yeah. It is really the best sushi place probably in the country. And um, highly recommend making a reservation well beforehand. It gets very crowded on the weekends. Ken is the greatest, and it's he sent me two T-shirts this off season, so I'll be wearing those to Del Mar. <laughs> um, and and I just try the have the blue sake. And let Ken just dictate what your dinner looks like, and you will have a fantastic experience. But then there's there's a ton of local places. Like I love going to Spica. I I can walk there. Um, it's right across the street from La Berge. I think their food is excellent. The the people who work there I've known for a long time. I, I really enjoy Spica. Uh, I I love going to some of the little um, uh, Mexican joints like uh, Fidel's mm-hmm. or. Um, What's the other place right next to it? Um, uh, Tony Jacals. Tony Jacals. Uh, and of course, you have the Brig. And if you just need a, a, a fish taco and you want to have a beer, the, the key about the Brig, if you have a big party, I get it. You have to make a reservation, sit outside. But if you don't, if you have three or four people, just when you go into the Brig, make a right. And that's the bar area. It's it's first come, first serve seating. And it's a lot of fun. It gets really crowded on the weekends. They have Taco Tuesdays on Tuesday nights. The food is excellent. And it, and you get to overlook, you overlook the track and you, you just feel it's it's really a staple of, of my Del Mar. Michelle? So my favorite meal I've ever had at Del Mar was certainly the dinner with Billy where all kinds of stuff got served <laughs> to me that I, I never in a million years would have ordered. And like, he's like, it's trout from my yard. I'm like, I'm not eating that. And it was delicious. I'm like, can I, I'm like, can I have more? I'm in roulade. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Like never, never would have ordered that or eaten it. Like wanted to hold my breath and I took a little nibble and it was so good. I was watching like Brett Jones's wife. Cause I'm like, I think you might be like pickier than me, not pickier, but like less adventurous than me. So if she would eat it first and I was like, and she liked it, I was like, good. And she was like, I'm not so sure. I'm like, okay, I can try it. She yeah, didn't say it bad, so I felt good that I could eat everything. Um, <laughs> but I really love Kachina Inateca. It's a nightmare to get food sometimes, but it's really worth it when you eat it. It's delicious. So I always get like the chopped salad, and then I rotate between like two pastas. But I love they have like a short rib ragu that is amazing. And again, to be kid friendly, they do kids build your own pizzas. They actually bring the raw dough out with like all the toppings and let the kids make it and they take it back and cook it. Um, That's so fun. It is super fun. And the pizzas themselves are amazing. It's either Tuesdays or Wednesdays. They do $10 pizzas too. So we always try to go in and we get dinner and then we get like a pizza to go. And then we eat pizza for the next day for like our lunch or whatever. Um, Love that. So that that is super fun. Over towards... um, uh encinitas and uh, encinitas we do union tap tap and uh kitchen and tap which is really good i like union a lot their food is 
excellent. The atmosphere is really cool. And so we try and go there relatively often. Um, and there is, I can't, I have to try to remember the name of this little joint. There's a little joint that if you go north on like PCH mm-hmm. and it's on the left-hand side, um, it's like a teeny tiny place, like two miles north of Del Mar. It's like in between like Solana Beach and, and Encinitas. And it's like a little, it looks like a shack, but it's got a parking lot. And it has like a little bit of everything in it. They've got really good espresso martinis. They've got live. I can't think. We're going to need a name on this. I know. It sounds too good. Can I throw out a couple other places? Yeah. Yeah, You dig, dig on Google maps on that one. One, I want to just chime in um, a couple of things because you made me, both of you have made me think of beer. Uh, Billy, when you mentioned Ken's, I was remembering the really nice beer that uh, Gary Fenton and I got at a brewery that I think is doing really fun stuff called new English. That's right in that same oh, really? neighborhood okay. as Ken's. Yeah. That's one for the beer nuts to take, to take a look at. And right then across the street from me- Delmar, there's actually a brewery. Um, How is that one? It, so I haven't drank the beer there, but um, the food is really good. And it's obviously very close to Delmar, but in Solana beach, right across the street from each other at the uh, North end of Solana beach, like right before you would leave like the downtown district, there is a brewery on the North side and there's a modern um, urban winery on the South side mm. or the West, the East side, sorry. So, and they are both phenomenal. The beer. Is this on Cedros? Where are we yes, talking? Yes, on Cedros. Um, okay. So like the brew house actually is like brewing beer there. They do a really good sour. You can get like anything you want to go in like multiple sizes, including growlers. And then the winery um, is called an urban winery. So they're making their own wine, but they don't have their own vineyard. They actually source their grapes from like all over different places. They're very red forward, but they have three or four reds that are divine. Um, and they have a really cool like you know, concrete on the floors, rough wood atmosphere. They've got this cool, like economy size soda stream that makes like sparkling water. They do like little charcuterie boards. I think it's like 20 bucks a tasting. Um, the bottles are like 30 to 60 bucks each, but every time we go, we end up buying two or three, 10 of 10 recommend doing those two. Like we try and shop Cedros first and then finish up at the brewery and then have to get picked up at the wine house. Of course, you love do. that. So that that's Carruth Cellars, yeah. Urban Winery and Tasting Room, right across the street from Culture in Solana Beach. Culture have another outpost up north. I agree. They got a couple of really nice, uh, couple of really nice beers on. Yeah. Oh, that's- if you guys now, if you want to go a little casual, the place where I spend a lot of time in Del Mar is also in Solana Beach, right up the freeway, and that's Crust Pizza. My favorite. Uh, yeah, Michelle loves it. I we love it. All the time. Yeah, we go all the time. It's a great sports bar. They got everything on horse racing. They'll have football. They'll have, you know, they'll have whatever baseball's winding down. Um, it's a really fun place. Great, super casual out, uh, um, super casual place. Um, outdoor seating and their pizza's excellent. It's mm-hmm. owned by a good friend, uh, Matt Othick and his wife, Kimia. And uh, they are it, it is a really fun place to go, especially kids, too, because the pizzas are really big and they're fun. They're, it's it's a it's if you're not going out to like a super fancy dinner and you want to go someplace just to chill and maybe uh, watch some races from Mountaineer late at night or Los Al or whatever's running. Um, that's a good place to go in the evening. And I want to bring up um, 
if you do want to get a really nice meal, there are two kind of standards, I feel. One is Pomplemousse, um, and it's owned by Jeffrey Strauss and Bill Strauss, very good friends of mine. It is, you know, that's the that's the the main racing hang, right? Um, you'll see Mike Smith at the bar. You'll see all the, you know, uh, the Bafferts go there. Everybody goes to Pomplemousse. Not me, uh, you can't afford it. <laughs> Yeah. It's expensive, but it's worth it. It's worth it. And if you go, here's the secret. If you go on Sunday nights after the races, Jeffrey makes spaghetti and meatballs. And it is the best spaghetti and meatballs you will ever have. He only it's only available on Sundays and he generally runs out really early. So if you are going okay. to Pomplemousse, call on a Sunday night, call ahead and just order spaghetti and meatballs so they'll save one for you. And it's delicious. The other place I would recommend is just right up the street is called the market. Um, also yeah, that's real good. Really, really just high quality food. Um, great atmosphere. You know, if you're looking, if you're not just going to a pizza joint or, or you don't want sushi, although they have sushi there, um, the market is really, really excellent. So pomp very farm market. forward. Yeah. Very yeah. California in all the best ways. Absolutely. You know, sort of like, you know, California produce through the, lens of a Mediterranean, you know, chef, at least this is what I was remembering of it in the sense that it's all very ingredient forward and like just presented really, really well. And then, yeah, I guess there's a bit of an Asian flair on some things as well, but I, I, I haven't actually been in a minute, but I really, really like that place back in the day for sure. While we're talking Cedros, I don't want to forget to put in a plug for, uh, my friend Steve Goldberg's Rock Club, The Belly Up, oh. which will be back rocking and rolling Love this belly. summer. I haven't had a chance to get to a show there since, uh, you know, pandemic has moved to endemic um, in the last few months. But very excited to check out their lineup and get back there. I mean, it's hard to go hard to go too wrong musically. I do want to come back. There's more. Um, especially bars. We've got Michelle on dive bar. I'm gonna be, wait, I've got two more places to eat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to come back to it. But okay. I wanted I did want to throw I wanted to throw in a music tangent while we hit on the belly up because I'm afraid I'm going to forget. Do, do, or do either of you have any other places to recommend for live music even, and the track itself, assuming their concert series is back? Not could be one of them. Year. No concerts. OK, they're not back. We're not that far along for them to get back to the concert series. But where else around town and in the area uh, do you guys go to see music? I go. Well, I don't know if it counts as live music, but <laughs> I like to karaoke at Saddlebar. <laughs> no, that counts. That absolutely counts. Go watch Michelle Rock. Saddlebar is awesome. Saddlebar is where the real people go. It is a really fun place uh, owned by a, 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 a whole group that includes many of my friends. Uh, and it's, I'm wearing a Saddlebar t-shirt right now, Michelle. No, you're not. Show, <laughs> yes, send I me am. a picture. I don't believe it. I swear can... I have a Saddlebar t-shirt on because I always oh, buy t-shirts at Belly Up and Saddlebar because I'm so sweaty when I'm about to leave that I have to, that I need a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's that's a compliment in its yeah. uh in its own in its own warp way um that that we can go back to the restaurants but i if there was another musical thought that either of you had i love the karaoke idea there's a there's um, a place um it's called the roxy it's in encinitas just on the right side like before d um they have live music that's a lot of fun sometimes uh, I'm okay. not a huge live music guy. I do you love going to Belly Up, and I go to a lot of the um, the the cover bands, which I really enjoy. They have um, yacht rock cover bands that are just unbelievably fun. Uh, you sweat a lot, you dance a lot, and uh, you're 
you you can it's a lot of fun i know the kraken always has music because i pass by it yes, but i i don't I know, know if I they have in. live or if it's just um no, they do have, no, they have live music they there. a lot okay. of it yeah more more like from what i've seen more cover band stuff but but really fun and they're across the street and, and this segues us back to to restaurants and michelle i'll throw it to you in a minute but a, a good chance for me to mention my buddy's other place where I go, I think, you know, it's it's probably a dead heat between in the past couple of years, who's gone to which restaurant more, JK to Salivo or <laughs> me to the Pacific Coast Grill on a on a per capita, uh, you know, nights in town per how much we eat there. I love the food there. And I love just I love sitting upstairs and watching the sunset over the Pacific Ocean with mm. the surfers and yeah, you know, like all, all that kind of jazz. Yeah, I am so not that's, a PCG fan. No, you're not. A, what, we're we're gonna have to turn this around, Bill. Yeah. I don't. Have you had a bad I, experience? I or super hit or miss. Well, here's the thing. I have a shellfish allergy, so oh. it's very um like I it's fish heavy there, and I just I don't know what it is. I have not. I've been there several times, and I just I just don't love it. I, that's all I can say. I don't want to put it down. Maybe PCG will call me and invite me this summer <laughs> to have another meal there, but. Like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna spend the money like that, I I would end up at Pomplemousse or Ken's probably. Fair enough. I mean to 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 each his or her yeah. own. But I for for me, I've I swear I've never had a bad meal there. But we'll let the we'll have our our listeners go and and decide and give us a, you know that's also part of the fun of these shows. Give us give us your opinions. You oh, know, yeah. we, with this with the Saratoga show, certainly that was the case. We had about you know a whole bunch of suggestions that came in after the fact that I then mentioned on subsequent shows because they were places that I either didn't realize were open again or uh, or or what have you. So. Um, Michelle, you had a couple of more restaurants you wanted to get in there. Let's, yeah, let's do so that. If you start. are staying close to the track and maybe you didn't bring transportation for some reason, you're, you're relying on Ubers. Don't want to get around. Um, pizza Nova does deliver to the racetrack, even onto the backside. And Ooh. I have found their pizza to be very good. It's like kind of like a thin crust. Um, but it's like really chewy. It's got good flavor. They've got like some fun, different toppings. Their pastas are really good. There's something for like everybody in the family. Um, and they have a, their brick and mortar location is just one X North of Del Mar. But I love the fact that they'll deliver. So sometimes on like Friday nights after the races, when it's a complete cluster to get out, we will order pizza Nova and have it delivered to the back gate and have pizza at the, at the camper. So I think that place is really good. Uh, also, there's a place called the Crack Shack, which is like a What's fried. It called? Wait, you the broke crack up. Shack. The Crack Shack. The Crack Shack. Crack Shack. The Crack Shack. The Crack Shack. It's so it's it's a little expensive. I will say that. But are you they talking really... about Cardiff Crack? No, it's oh, a... I was no the Crack it. Shack. There's one in Encinitas. Yeah, okay. yeah, one in Encinitas and one in Little Italy. Okay, they, and they actually opened one I think in Pasadena, but I haven't been there. Um, but the it's like basically a fried chicken quasi fast food like medium fast food uh like you stand in line and order and then go sit down and they've got like sports on and they do like communal seating and they have like a little play area out back but they do these like crazy fried chicken sandwiches they do some really good beers on tap they've got like fried chicken buckets with like homemade buttermilk biscuits and these like amazing french fries with like all kinds of junk on them um so it's a good you know relatively fast like easy meal to go get if everybody likes chicken 
we took some owners this there last year and told them like let's just be fast they're like okay so we said we went to this place and they said it sounded good and everything and then we got there and they're like yeah we don't eat chicken i'm like who doesn't eat chicken <laughs> <laughs> yeah you think you'd lead with chicken? that you think yeah, yeah you think you'd, you'd lead with that one but this billy is why you and i don't know the place and michelle does i'm reading the description online and it, it's described as a hip hangout oh yeah so we're, we're no, you and i are I'm so unhip yeah, I, would, I didn't i didn't know it was i can't go now i didn't know that i, I would be remiss and i think we all would if we if someone's going to Del Mar for the first time and you're looking for a, a quick sandwich and you're not sure what to go, go to the place. It's called the Seaside Market. It's in Cardiff. Very easy to get to. It's five minutes away. And that's where they sell what they call the Cardiff crack, crack. which is this okay. um, tri-tip that has been seasoned and aged. For, it's a burgundy, actually. It's, it's so, burgundy. it's, I would swear again, but I already got yelled at on this podcast, but it's really good. <laughs> And they actually, interestingly enough, they have a they have it at the racetrack down below in the we used to be the I think it was shoemaker the, room or whatever the Whittingham shoemaker. Bar Shoemaker yeah. Bar something. But it's underneath right where Billy lives, underneath the uh, underneath the veranda, right? Exactly, and we'll, it's it's we'll, we'll really really that. tasty, and you can it's it's well. Phenomenal. What the cool thing is that they do is everyone goes inside and they get it, and you can bring it home and cook it. But outside, they actually cook it like in a little tent. Yes. So you buy that with like the the side of the potato salad, which I hate potato oh. salad. I could like literally bathe in this potato salad. It's a German <laughs> one, so it's got like vinegar and like mustard, but no mayonnaise. We should it's do that. Phenomenal. Like that's that could make quite a TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I will bathe in the German potato salad from from uh, Seaside Market. That you know, I used to of- love the Borden Brew sandwich place, but the best thing to eat there was the tuna. And last year they told me they're not doing tuna anymore. So I was. Well, let's talk about Borden Brew because that is my probably, I would say I would eat there or crust the most during the summer. And Borden really? Brew, I would highly recommend you order ahead. Not you can do anymore. online orders because it's always very, very crowded. And you can walk um, in and grab it. And you walk in and grab it. Um mm-hmm. The and the way what I do, here's my little secret sandwich. Instead of just you could get a turcado, which is delicious, which is basically just turkey. I think it has mayonnaise, it has onions. And they're huge. The sandwiches are massive. They're really big. But what I do is I get a veggie sandwich. So it has all the veggies and then I add turkey. So it becomes a like a turkey sandwich with everything. And you get cucumbers and lettuce and tomato and sprouts and everything. It's Freaking delicious. So that's my standard lunchtime fare. So Borden Brew right in Del Mar. Right though. in Del Mar. That sounds fantastic. After Borden Brew took away their tuna sandwich, I had to go like shopping for a new place to um have a sandwich at because I was really irritated about that. So I ended up at the Butchery Quality Meats, which mm. is off Del Mar Heights. So that's at one exit south of Del Mar. And you exit and you turn left and then you go like a mile. And on the right-hand side, there's like two big shopping centers. And the butcher, the butchery quality meats, you can go in there and they have like stuff that you can just buy. They've got like a really cool like grocery with some like high-end stuff that you don't like normally see in like regular stores. They've got like fresh meats. They've got a lot of things that are prepackaged like they do um, – like these glazed carrots, but then they cook them and vacuum seal them. And it's like a serving for one or for two. So you don't end up with like a ton. Um, and so they have a bunch of stuff like that. You could do like your own barbecue, but they do really good sandwiches with like a nice dressing that I like. 
we do have to come back, Michelle, and maybe you forgot and didn't dig on this, but you were trying to think of a place that was near the water that had, it was a small place and yeah, they had I, everything. Yeah, I texted my mom because that's who I meet there and she's not answering me. <laughs> Google Maps isn't going to help. Can you just go to its location and see what, see what pops up? It's, it's going to Google can't, Maps. We can't, we can't leave our listeners hanging like yeah, this. But how myself. about we do a breakfast? Let me call, I'm going to call my stepdad because he goes there all the time too. <laughs> uh, if you're I looking for it. breakfast, are we going to breakfast? Yeah, go to breakfast. Yeah, let's do a little breakfast. So first of all, um, Claire's in Solana Beach is delicious. That's uh, Mr. Larry Colmus's favorite hangout. He goes there every morning. Um, I, would try, I would try the, um, I think it's, the whole wheat pancakes? What, what, what is it? I can't remember. The, Some sort of grainy yeah, delicious whole grain. Whole grain pancakes are, are amazing okay. there. Um, since I live in Del Mar for the summer, I walk around the corner and I go to one of two places. I will either go to Cafe Americana, which is on the corner, the main corner there, right across from Starbucks, uh, right next to uh, Jimmy O's and Spica. Excellent breakfast. Does get crowded. Go early get like a lumberjack and it's delicious. And then if you go around the corner, a couple blocks up is, um, Oh God, I just blanked on the name and I've been there a thousand times. (laughs) Michelle, what's the little place that doesn't even look like a a restaurant should be there. It's outside. You walk up, they give you like a, a, uh, Oh gosh. I got it. It's like on the North side of, of, uh, Cedros. No, 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 no. Other way. Other way. Hold on. On the water. I'm embarrassed. The one right by Powerhouse Park? No, no, no. Uh, uh, yeah, if it is, but you got to go to the left. Uh, 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 <laughs> hold on. Oh, that's too far for me. I don't go that far south. But I did find out the name of the restaurant. Oh, Stratford okay, Court you... Cafe. Stratford oh, Stratford Court. Court. Stratford is Court Cafe. Is that of Powerhouse? It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's right up 13th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not Stratford far. Court Cafe is is excellent food. Again, yeah, takes a minute. Takes a minute. Um, I really like their scrambles. They make great scrambles, and you can kind of put anything you want in it. It's delicious. Um, they also do a nice lox and bagel. So, um, also one more before Michelle. Uh, two more places. Um, Naked Cafe. Yes, that place is great. Is absolutely delicious. Um, same type of thing though. You got to kind of time it. Um, takes it, it takes a minute, but like when you're in Del Mar, you want to enjoy these places. You don't want to rush. Um, take your racing form, sit down, enjoy it. Naked Cafe, they have amazing pancakes, uh, amazing. They have these, um, well, I think they call them buff burritos with chicken and they're delicious. Uh, and then also um, in that little shopping center, there's Milton's obviously, which is kind of like your deli. And then, they have, and then they have, what's the new place that opened? Johnny Walker, I think it's called. Uh, on the Oh t- yeah, that, upstairs. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think it's a little underrated. I really liked the breakfast last you summer. You have to I went get early, though, because it will be packed. Oh, Listen, here's the truth. Like I just said, you can't rush these breakfasts. If you're going to go, well, like Michelle says, go early. If you go in the mid-morning on the weekends, they're all going to be crowded. I'm right. always, listen, I'm always kind of a rushing guy. So a lot of times I will take things to go and just go back to my place and bring it all for the guys and have a nice sit down back at our place. But, um, but these restaurants all get a little crowded. So Michelle's right. Either go really early, accordingly. call, put your name in, stuff like that. Um, but yeah. they're all work. work all the wise guy angles. Yeah. Wise guy angles. Exactly. Michelle, the place. Okay. It is Papagayo. Okay. 
Papagayo is the yeah, place. Give us the, give us a little more of the description on Papagayo. It is. I just called my mom. My mom just called me and she is like, you mean Papagayo? I'm like, yeah, that's the place. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like close to, it's off coast highway in Encinitas. It's got, um, like, like a little bit of everything. I mean, we had like mussels or clams and we had mussels, mussels and like a sauce with like this really crispy bread. And we had this like lobster bisque that was really good. My mom got lamb chops, which I don't like, but she seems to love. Um, we did like a bunch of apps too. They had like duck tacos and I mean, it was really good. So yeah, what about Maurizio's? Oh, I like Maurizio's. He's yeah. like, he, he does um, super good, like Italian that's like homemade that you know yeah very good place quality food they redid the inside it's very nice called Maurizio's right in uh if I had to make a complaint it doesn't have air conditioning or at least it didn't last year yeah I think that's in Encinitas right yeah Yeah. Encinitas Maurizio's Maurizio's is a lot of fun uh, uh, I, got my near... nice, I got my ghetto like dive bar breakfast place for you <laughs> what's that oh we're gonna hit that it's the potato shack oh here we go everything is shack with you <laughs> uh, the potato shack is so good for breakfast they literally so they're up um like they're in Encinitas and they're off this like little side street and you want to sit outside because the inside looks like you probably don't want to eat there but the food is really good if you don't mind a sticky menu or two. Um, <laughs> cash only, oh if I'm God. not mistaken. Uh, but they do like they they made my kid like a, a kid's order of pancakes was like as big as a manhole cover. Like nine children could have easily eaten the pancakes. And she was like, "Can I have them in Mickey Mouse style?" And they were like, "Sure." And instead of just like making a smaller pancake, they made three big pancakes and put them together on like multiple plates and like brought it out. But I really like their breakfast burritos and they do like nine different kinds of potatoes. So they do like potato patties, like hash browns, home fries. They do thick cut, thin cut. Like, so if you like potatoes with your breakfast, really recommend the potato shack. And if you get any kind of breakfast burrito anywhere in Del Mar, you have to have it California style, which is with avocado and French fry in it. All right. As long as we're saying that, I'm going to give you a couple other places. Okay. Do it. Let's keep rolling, guys. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to tell you a very secret place with excellent food, especially the burritos. Are you ready? It's called Lourdes. L-O-U-R-D-E-S. Lourdes Mexican food. It is, it's right off the highway. It's right as you go into Cardiff. So if you, if you, um, if you, Get off of, uh, if you're on the 101 heading north from Del Mar, it's just off the freeway. You make a left on whatever, or right on whatever that street is, um, uh, the main, to get to like a car, uh, Seaside Market, and you make a left, and it's right there on the right. It's a little tiny place. It's right by Seaside Market. It's right by Seaside Market. It's called Lourdes, and it is excellent they've great soups great burritos great tacos super oh, it definitely of- looks like one of those dirty places that i like it, it's dirty <laughs> it is dirty but it's like good food it's quality food it's called oh. lourdes it's excellent There's- i would also on the that same route too. you could go to las olas which is actually another kind of mexican joint which is really good and of course i think the podcast would not be complete if you didn't say hey i'm gonna stop at roberto's you know, tell us more about Roberto's. Oh, Michelle, come on! You don't. I go to actually, I've only eaten there once, believe it or not. Really? Well, it's like a place, Pete. 
you know, it's like, it's almost Everybody like Everybody goes to and yeah, it's the fast food. You get the taquitos, you get a burrito. They make, they make breakfast burritos there. It's like, it's another it place where you go when you're hungover. It's a good hangover place. Or if you just need something a little quick, you know? Um, Roberto's taco shop right there in Solana Beach. Yeah. I guess there's that? a few of them. Yeah. There's also, there's also a, a couple chain. in Encinitas. Yeah. It's more okay. of a chain. Um, gotcha. but I'm telling you, Lourdes really good. Oh, I have to try I'm going to throw a couple now. of breweries out and then I definitely want Michelle's a few more dive bars. The two dive bars I know we needed to get in the show, the Kraken we've hit, Saddle Bar we've hit, Brewery Rise Wise. When you mentioned Maurizio's, it made me think uh, very near there, right on uh, right on 101. Modern Times has an outpost. Mm-hmm. The Modern Times locations are are all Excellent, but my favorite breweries, and I think these are pretty much the same as the last time we, we talked about this, but I'll, I'll give them a shout out because I, I mean, in a, is it's hard in San Diego because there's over a hundred breweries and a lot of them are good. But for me, real standouts, Pure Project, there are several locations of them and also multiple locations now for Burgeon Brewing. And Burgeon Brewing, they, for me, are doing, for whatever this means to you as a beer drinker, they're doing, and it's not only East Coast IPAs. They, they do a lot of stuff. But they're doing, for me, the best of the East Coast-style IPA in San Diego, which is sort of a, a, a funny thing. But it, it, I think it's a pretty good description. And what then about, what about, uh, I'm sorry, Project Pete, are awesome. I'm sorry. Yeah. Pete, what about Pizza Port? Do you like Pizza Port? I, I think it's a great Oh, place. excellent. They're yeah. excellent. Yeah. Terrific. And I, they're right by right by the track. Right. Their own beers are great. Lots of more like classic. I think of them for their classic West Coast IPAs. And, you know, the pizza's all right. It's not I don't think it's as good as a lot of the pizza you guys have been touting, but it 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 ain't bad. And if you're a beer drinker, you know, go there, whatever, like even if it's not your you don't have to go for. First of all, like the other food there has improved over the years. The pizzas are decent. It's not about the food, but I would definitely say if you're a beer lover to hit there. If you're like a real beer person and you're willing to travel a little bit, I really love Bagby up in Oceanside. Now that's a schlep, make no mistake, but it's a lovely space with a nice little outdoor area that if you feel like going somewhere a little bit farther afield, those are those are some of my favorites that uh, that I definitely wanted to get in there. Yeah, but when it comes the, to drinking, guys from Pizza Port are really good guys. Um, they do a lot of work with Del Mar. Ryan Freer, um, who works at Del Mar, is very good friends with those guys. It's an excellent place, a lot of fun. You said yeah, they've been around Park, a long time, and, and you didn't mention the shanty which I'm sure Michelle loves. (laughs) Is that one of yours, Michelle? That's a late night spot. You want to play a little pool. You want to roll in there late. That's kind of the after place. Uh, It's called the Shanty. And it's also right there. And I think Cardiff or like the Salon Beach. That's in Cardiff, Chesterfield Drive in in Cardiff. I'm looking at the pictures. There's a foosball table and a square bar. But my, my favorite dirty dive bar is Duke's Cardiff office. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yes, 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 yes. That's sure. where that's where you can find me. If I'm going to go out to a dive bar, it is 1,000% you will find me at the Cardiff office. All right. I'm going to throw – can I throw one more restaurant and then I'm done? Please. Okay. No. We've talked about – Keep like, going. We've talked about like the high-end restaurants like Pomplamoose and Market. We talked about Ken's for, uh, for sushi. I also go to um, – what's the place right next to uh, – what's the sushi place? Sushi um, – next to uh bar, uh the the bar uh oh. bar. um mama runs i can't believe i can't remember that i'm i'm, I'm gonna get laughed at um <laughs> you gotta come up with it we can't do this to i will people. i you will. Know that. but before i go to that sushi, sushi. Place, 
Yeah, Station Sushi. Station there you go. Sushi. I go to Station yeah, Sushi yeah, yeah, every station. summer. It's outside. Great place. Good sushi. I mean, it's, listen, let's be honest. And I think they would admit it. It's not Ken's. Okay. No, it's but, not. But it's a but, good sushi restaurant. But it's fun. It's fun. I'm going to throw a little curveball. Okay. little curveball here. Thai food. You go to Bangkok Bay. Oh, I love Bangkok Bay. What's not to love about Bangkok it's Bay? So you go good. to Bangkok Bay. It's right by the track. It's in Solana Beach on the way to all these restaurants in a little strip mall with this little mini mart. And the mini mart, by the way, has great sandwiches. I don't even know. It's called Quickie it's called Mart. Quickie Mart. Yeah, Quickie yeah. Mart. <laughs> like in The Simpsons? Yes, yeah. it is. And, and they have good sandwiches there. You need a quick sandwich on your way to the beach. You don't want to go to like sit down. You order from the Quickie Mart. But you want to have good <laughs> Thai food, you go to Bangkok Bay. Boom. Mm-hmm. You or Again, a little bit of a wait, gets crowded, make sure. we order to go. We always order to go. But the bad thing, like literally they open at like 5.30 or something. And like people are waiting in line already. Like you have to keep calling and calling. But it's really good. We go to the beach at Christina's, which she lives right there in the the condos. And we order to go. So we'll get back up. One of us bathes the kids and the other one goes and grabs the takeout and brings it back. And that's what we eat for dinner like that's right. awesome Bangkok Bay. that's so cool so good did I you have another it. restaurant you wanted to mention or are you are you at the bottom of your list for now uh, for me i mean either of you that's the that's for the the only other thing i'd say is i like rudy's tacos <laughs> okay there well, it's well, really well. close to the racetrack um you just go across the street like past the pamplemousse um so north and it's like off the beaten trail just a hair um but they do a really great california burrito i like their breakfast burritos all the grooms go there and like they have a western union so like everyone eats there <laughs> all the time <laughs> like they go and That's cash awesome. their checks send money home and and sit and eat and it is really fun like the atmosphere is fun they've got a really small patio um but like you'll always go and like see someone that you know and everyone just kind of hangs out together so i really like the that for that's where we go for quick mexican I think we've sorted people out pretty well on the food and drink. I don't know the answer to this question either, but are either of you coffee people? Because my last trip, I've, I found a coffee place I would tout that was worth going to that was a pleasant place to sit and handicap as well. Barefoot Coffee, just uh, just off the 101 there in the same little Solana Beach area we've spent so much time talking about. But I'm curious if either of you have coffee spots people should check out. Mm, I, I don't really drink coffee i drink a uh, decaf only gotcha <laughs> caffeinated enough is that the idea not a big not a big coffee guy i make all my, right well, you'll, you'll my got two coffee. people with anxiety that and uh overactive imagination <laughs> neither of us need coffee you put michelle and i on coffee watch out Ooh. we'll do like 15 <laughs> podcasts in a day <laughs> let's talk about experiences at the racetrack itself starting in the mornings now this can be a tough question for industry people because as industry people we sometimes are afforded opportunities that the average you know racing fan coming to del mar isn't necessarily afforded but what do we know about ways that fans coming to del mar can enjoy going out for the morning workouts because i i think it's a, a pretty nice morning experience well, there. Pete, any advice for that <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, Saturdays and Sundays, I actually host Daybreak at Del Mar. So you can come in and sit down over on the bottom turn and we've got food. 
I don't know yet if it's going to be like food service or if it's going to be like a step up and grab window because we haven't done it since COVID. This will be right. like our great return. Um, so about two hours a morning, a little bit more sometimes, we sit there and we talk all things horses. We spot horses that are working out. We talk about, um, you know, it's an open-ended conversation, basically. You can ask any question right. that you want to know. We've had trainers stop by. We've uh, Sometimes we'll yell at jockeys on the track. We've had uh, Joe Harper come by and tell some stories. You know, nice. Doug O'Neill always sits right there and he's always good for a, a point in a, a conversation. Um, if we have kids out, we'll try and get a pony to stop by. The kids can all go down and pet the pony on a break. But it's super educational. We try to get you some like famous horses that you might want to see and really get to show you, you know, some of the fun about being out there in the morning. On occasions for turf works, I'll hang out if there's going to be some really good turf horses working um, and, and point them out as well. Which days are you doing that? What hours? That is Saturdays and Sundays, 7.30 to 9.30. Perfect. That sounds like the perfect opportunity to come out in the morning and enjoy things. And is that no tickets? You just sort of roll in and check it out? Yes, that is exactly how it is. I think they do charge you to park, but that's it. Any other ideas, Billy, on maybe somebody coming out during the week who wants to watch works? Do you know any, no, I, I, any you know, possibilities? If you hang in the grandstand, you're going to see everybody there. I mean, and it's free. You can just walk right in. I don't know about parking, to be honest with you. But um, if you want to go watch works, just go into the grandstand. There's every morning. I mean, I'm there definitely on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, usually Monday. Turf workers are usually Thursdays and Sundays. They start at 945 um you want to go see you know and those turf works are pretty cool and, and everybody's out there all, you'll see all the trainers you want to introduce yourself to a trainer or you're thinking about getting into the game as an owner and you want to go meet with someone those are probably the best times to do it um good they, idea. they've restricted Except not when they've got their binoculars out and their stopwatch and they're watching their horse work that's a yeah, I, would, <laughs> I would try to catch them at a different time but the other, no, i mean talk to that, them. i mean it's, it's very accessible and and it's a lot of fun i love the mornings at del mar um we have a group of us that kind of sit in the same section and you'll find us every once in a while betting on workouts, which is really fun to do when they turn. From That's home hysterical. And, yeah. You look at the guy next to you and you say, I'll take inside. You don't even know who the horses are. And you, all of a sudden you're rooting and it's really, it's quite, it's usually uh, Steve Gasparelli Sluggo, who's the greatest and, and they'll take bets and it, it's a lot of fun. Oh my God. I love that. You know, you're a degenerate. If you, you have to feel, you feel the need to well, bet on the morning workouts. The horses galloping back. Of course. But I mean, I that's mean... normal. Everybody does that. The workouts. <laughs> I mean, this is a whole other situation. <laughs> what, also, I do. I want to, I, I do want to tell you guys, it's very cool. Maybe not obviously Billy knows, but anyone listening, um, they do set the starting gates for Delmar on the front side. So like back in the shoot where they start uh, the Pacific classic from, so normally when horses are working out of the gate, they start on the backside. So by the time they get to the wire, you know, horses are generally way done pulling up because they start on the front side here. You get to see them going so much faster down into that bottom turn. So I do think it's a completely different vantage point than you would get at any other racetrack. That's a good point. That's a great point. Yep. I should have asked this earlier, but the de the general Del Mar racing schedule, this meet, Billy, what, what days and what post times are we looking at? Uh, it starts Friday, the 22nd. I think first post on most days is 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they are doing, I believe, Michelle, they're doing four o'clock Fridays. Fridays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which are, yeah. Right. Which are a Sunsets lot of fun. Back. 
Uh, and we do run four days a week at Del Mar. So with the right. exception of opening week, um, they do run Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And of course we do have the occasional um, Monday, which I think yeah. is just the closing weekend, right? I believe. For, well, now for yeah, Labor Day, it, you know, usually we end on Labor Day, but because of the schedule this year, actually the last week is the week 11th. of September uh, 11th. Oh, so like we, one day before. It's amazing how late it is. How come yeah. people can't work together? Yeah, it's not, it's not really <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. But it's always yeah. listen. It's going to be interesting because it's like in your mind when you have a horse running on August fourth in the old days, that'd be like the fourth or fourth week, right? And now it's like, hey, wait a second, that's week three. Wait, it's mm-hmm. it's very strange when you're thinking about it. Um, but it's uh, listen. Anytime you want to come, I I always tell people who are visiting. I say, don't come opening weekend. That's just too crazy. Mm-hmm. I say. Come second weekend, third weekend, while people are still energetic. As you start to go into the later weekends, people start to get tired. You don't go out as much. Uh, I'm old now. I, I my <laughs> my average bedtime last year was like nine fifteen, and it was sad. <laughs> uh, but it's. I think that um, also the a, a really underrated day to come to Del Mar is Sundays. Uh, it is, especially on the veranda. It's, it's always really nice. Everyone is a little bit beat up from the weekend. So it's a little bit quieter, but there's still great racing on Sundays. And you can probably, I don't know, you know, if what tickets are available, but I feel like Sundays aren't necessarily as crowded as Saturdays. So I would really experience that Friday afternoon race and the four o'clock Fridays are super fun. Obviously, Saturdays are the big days. They have the big races. And then Sundays, totally underrated. Love that. Where to watch? Now, you've mentioned the veranda a couple of times, Billy. That's open to the public. I assume you need, I know you're all sorted out, but for the person listening who wants to check out the veranda, do they have any hope of getting a ticket? Where else would you say they should look to watch Del Mar from? Yeah, I think there's great vantage points everywhere at Del Mar. I don't think you could get a bad table. Um, the thing you have to be really aware of when you call Del Mar for tickets and you Is can the sun. the sun. Uh, if you're sitting there all day in the sun, you will fry. So you want to try to get into the shade. That's what I do like the veranda because we have um, we have umbrellas and umbrellas. you can find shade. Uh, and but the listen, the problem with the veranda is unless you're walking out to watch the races, you don't watch the races live. I haven't watched a race live at Del Mar in probably 20 years, so it doesn't bother me. I'm <laughs> it's used so to much it. more fun to watch it on the big screen over the paddock, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just a group of us that are total degenerate psychos, and we just don't. I see the race better on the TV. If I go out there, I kind, I'm kind of lost um, unless you got a big pair of binoculars. They do have a big uh, monitor in the front. Uh, but for me, uh, and, and you do get the crowd, you get the vibe, but for me, I just have a tradition and I just, I, I'm also extremely lazy. Uh, so I will sit on my perch on the veranda table 36. You're more than welcome to come by, say hello. Um, and if you do want a veranda table, my best advice is to get there early. If post time is at two, um, you know, get there at noon, get there at 1230 and a lot of times it's actually good if you do have a box, you can go to the veranda for lunch. You can get there at noon, Try talk to Ricardo. He's the maitre d'. There's usually a little bit of a line. It's worth the wait. Get a table, sit down, eat your lunch, have a couple beers, and then go to your box and watch the races. I think that's a, a really good spot. But listen, there's all kinds of spots. Like I said, there's no bad seat at Del Mar. There's a ton of different places to go watch races. And even on the apron, I mean, during – during COVID, when no one was there, we were watching races down on the apron. You know, it was just us. And it was actually kind of fun. So um, 
I, I think you're in good shape no matter where you sit at Del Mar. I, people ask me about the, the sweets, um, and the sweets are great. It's a lot of fun. I prefer the sweets in the fall when the football games are on. It's a little quieter and it's colder on the veranda but because the suites are kind of high up. But if you have a great group of people and you're looking for a spot, I would call Del Mar, find out if those suite is available and, and maybe try to nab one for a weekend if you're coming down with you know, 10, 15 people. The Del Mar website obviously is going to give you a line, a lot of ticketing options. If you call, I'm sure you can ask questions about you know whether you're in the sun, etc. Lots of great ways to enjoy it. Do you have a favorite place, Michelle, to watch from when you're not working? Yeah, Billy's Table at the veranda. <laughs> That's true. We take good care of Michelle. We, we love Michelle, and she's always welcome at our table. Well, that's good judgment. That's just good judgment. What can I say? In terms of coverage for Del Mar, we've got a, a little deal cooking with them. I'm going to press you two, my Del Mar dream team, into service uh, plenty of the time for, for the big events. Going to be doing, you know, whenever they have the mandatory payout stuff. Other big days will definitely be bothering you, bringing you, uh, we'll do more of this cross promo. Obviously, your show, The Owner's Box, that's going to be back in action with Del Mar being a focus. People are going to want to check that out every week. And if you're a horse player listening and wondering and you haven't checked out Owner's Box yet, it's not just for, I mean, yes, it's awesome if you're a prospective owner or current owner or industry person. But every time I listen, hearing the type of guests they have on there talk about their horses and how they arrive in different spots, you can't help but learn something just from a horse player perspective. So you should definitely be listening every single week to the owner's box during the meet. But uh, it sounds like you might have some other additional coverage that you two were cooking up and working on this meet. Uh, Michelle, tell us about that. So the last couple of years, I've hosted an online show called Beach Boss, and Ray Pollock has been our beach boss. Um, but we no longer have Ray Pollock in that role. He has been um, usurped. No, he, he he's doing some <laughs> other things. Um, and when we were, things to do. we were talking about who would be the best beach boss, I was like, duh, it's Billy. And Claire, Claire was literally like, oh my gosh, yes. That's awesome. Yeah, we're going to have fun. Billy is going to be boss. our new beach boss. That's great. It's, that's great. That's if you get really fun. hard up for a guest, give me a call. I, I would love to to challenge Billy in that. Yes, it's going to be fun. Were you on last year, Pete? I feel like you were. I, I was. I was. Like we had a good little. Shivel one? Yes, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. We had a we had a good little a good little chat and a fun back and forth and yeah if if if, if needed I'd always be pressed to service you guys are so um, generous with your time coming and helping me out on these shows that if I can reciprocate I'd, I'd absolutely I'd absolutely love you that. said we you would bother us you are first of all you are never a bother second <laughs> I want to give a quick plug because Michelle and I our first show of the summer next week is going to feature David Jerkins. And nice. he's not an owner, but we are going to talk all about creating a condition book, entering races, how, what he does back there. He's going to take us behind the curtain. I think it's going to be a really, really cool show for anybody, whether you're a horse player, whether you're an owner, whatever the case about uh, what happens in the racing office. I think it's going to be really, really cool. We've been trying to do this for a while, and David agreed to do it. And uh, we're going to talk to him next week before the meet starts. That's must-list and stuff. Is he the, what is his official title? Is he the racing secretary? Yes, or director okay, of racing, beautiful. one or the other. Yeah, that's – that. I mean, you don't often get to see the curtain pulled back like right. that. That's going to be a show, again, no matter how you're connected to the game, even if you're just betting on these beasts – 
you're going to want to hear that because yep. you can't, again, like I said before, you can't help but learn something when you hear smart people and they, and you guys do, you do a good job. You, you, you get them to, uh, to open up. You don't get a lot of like, you know, I'll just call it horseman speak. You know what I mean? Sometimes people, they're afraid to say anything, afraid to offend anybody. People come on with you guys and they speak very open and honestly. I, mean, I think that's because of Michelle. You're probably right. She's very good at it. I was going to say it's because of Billy. No, You just got to be real with these people. And you also have relationships. I've known David for a long, long time. So I always tell the people before they come on our show, hey, and Michelle's on the phone or on the Skype or on the whatever we do. And I always say, hey, look, just have fun. Just pretend like you're talking just to your buddy and you're telling stories. I mean, we had a guy a couple of weeks ago. um, I always say his name wrong, Michelle. The Hong Kong Harry. Uh, I, now I'm going to screw it up too. I don't want to mess it up. It. I'm so we nervous. said it wrong like nine times yeah. in the uh, like in the pre thing, and he was like, it was "No, so cool. that's he was wrong." Us, he was telling us it's Scott and Anastasi. No, Something like that. Yes, it's like that. Sorry, Scott. But we had him on. Anastasi sounds like a normal name. He told such great stories about like his days with Mike Mitchell and his buddy Jimmy and how they got the horse and boomer. It was just, it's just nice because, and I say this all the time, Michelle and I started the show because we wanted the owners to have a voice and you don't hear these owners interviewed. You don't hear their stories. We had the guy, the the gentleman who owns rich strike on our show after the Kentucky Derby, you know, and that was a great, it was, it was great. And we, and he had so much fun and he, you could hear the pride and you hear just how much these owners just love these animals. And I think that's what comes across. So I think it's really, that's what this show is. And we appreciate you taking us on, on the, uh, in the money media network. Well, the pleasure is all mine. All right. We're just about out of time here, but I will throw it back to each of you for sort of a, of an open square round, either a restaurant or a bar. You forgot to mention a dark day activity, really anything that you want folks to know, a closing thought ahead of this year's, Del Mar meeting. Michelle, we'll start with you. Uh, I think I'm tapped out. I gave you all my <laughs> We got to the bottom of your ideas. That's good. That's a good sign. Billy, how about you? Know, you know, we mentioned the belly up. Um, we mentioned Saddlebar. We didn't really mention Jimmy O's. It's probably a little younger uh, crowd than myself and Michelle, but we used to go there a lot. We used to have a party there every year. Yeah, we used to have parties there. There is, I'm going to give another secret little. Um, lunch spot and it's it's in the same uh little place where johnny walker's is it's right across from milton's and i'm dying because i can't remember the name of it right now vegetarian place downstairs yeah what's it called i've never eaten there oh seriously it's delicious hold on hold on uh i'm looking it up and um God, it's right by me. What it, you know who eats there all the time is Pipey. Does uh, he really? Yeah. And it's it's Flower very, Child. Yeah, Flower Child. That's it. Flower Child. And Pipey the Flower Child, appropriate. You know, enough. it's it's a great spot. It's got a ton of room. You have to stand in line a little bit to order if you go at the wrong time. But the food is excellent. It's a little pricey, but it's also like you can go there and quick and get, you know, a chicken bowl with any things you want. They may, they have their own, they have steak and salmon and they make these little bowls that are delicious. And you can also get um, some great sides there. They have this corn that's excellent. It was, um, 
it's a really cool place, Flower Child, in that same little Flower Hill Mall uh, with Milton's and with Johnny uh, Johnny Walker's, and there's a nail salon there. By the way, the nail salon nail is really salons. good. By the way. Lots of nail salons. Okay. The, the, the cool, I like the place on the second, right across from Johnny Walker's, yeah. that little nail salon there. Any other? That, that's, a, that's a good one. Do you have a favorite nail salon to tout there, Michelle, or, or anything else, you know, beauty related for the people? We did a whole thing on haircuts. Oh, with hold JK. on a second. I forgot a place. <laughs> We're never getting out no, of here. No, this ahead. is the last one for me. I, listen, <laughs> I love crust. Okay, pizza. Michelle loves it. Matt Othic, great place, lots of fun sports bar, okay? But if you're in Del Mar and you want a quick slice of pizza, you go to Del Mar Pizza. It's so silly. It's right there. It's next to Spica. Um, you're coming up from the beach. You need a quick slice. Delicious. Really good pizza there. You can get beer there. It's, it, they, have a couple TV, they have a couple TVs, but it's not like a place you're going to go like to have dinner and you just want a slice of pizza. You can sit outside. I go there a lot. Del Mar Pizza right there. On in Delmar, I can't believe I didn't say Delmar Pizza. Oh, well, there you go. You're, now, you, on, you corrected it. And one more thing, they have a pizza called the Spinaccio, and they Hi. only make it, I think, on certain days. And a lot of times it's on Fridays. And I would, but they don't. You can't have a slice. You got to buy the whole pizza. Just buy it. It's like spinach and garlic, <laughs> and it's delicious. Spinaccio. I love it. All right, Michelle. Back to that question about uh, maintenance, beauty maintenance. Um, <laughs> you have anything in terms of a, a hair place, a nail place? Give give us. We JK and I did ten minutes on where we get you know our, our barber shaves and haircuts. So we got to do something for them. I do like the uh, the nail salon that Billy's talking about in Flower Hill. That's where I go and get my manis and pedis done um, when I go and get them out. And then I actually get my brows and lashes done at this place called the Love to Live Spa. It's just down Via de la Valle after um, like the polo fields on the left-hand side and like a tiny, tiny little strip mall. Really, really, really high quality work. Absolutely. Fantastic. You guys have done a great job. Well, what do people do? Do you think people listen to this and they will like write stuff down? How does it work? Yeah, I think there's people jotting notes. Yeah. I mean, I know I've been jotting notes. I think that's a common, I think that's a common way of doing it. So Awesome. And again, I want them to participate too. Tell us what we missed or, or, or where we went right or wrong in our recommendations. It's a fun way to keep the conversation going. We encourage people to do that um, you know, in the comments on, uh, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts or hit us up through the contact page over at inthemoneypodcast.com. That goes straight to my home email. I can forward notes to Billy and Michelle as are relevant. And we look forward to checking them out on the owner's box and on beach boss. Oh, one thing about beach boss, we didn't firmly establish where do folks find that Michelle? That is an excellent question, Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Follow you on social media and look for the further info. It's actually on YouTube and Delmar posts it on Twitter and it's a live. It's, you know, you play along at home. It's free to play. You go to contests and um, it's like everyone against Billy, but then we have a guest against Billy every single week. But you can play for free every day. And at the end, like, you know, you can interact with us on the actual stream while it's going on. Um, so we have like a lot of different ways to, to play along. Right. And you mentioned contests, Delmar, a couple of handicapping contests during the meet, all the infos on the website, dmtc.com. You can check that out. I assume they're doing their free contest again this year as well. But again, if you go to the website, you'll see all the info and we'll go from there. I don't want to keep you guys any longer. I'm not done. 
You're not. My kids are so ready for me to be dead. I got, okay, this is the last place. I promise. I'm sorry, Michelle. You know how he is. I can't well, control. One more you thing, because I just ahead. thought of this, and I feel terrible if I don't say this because the right <laughs> do it, do it. after you eat a crust, you walk out a crust, you go to the left. There is a place called Sumptuous Cookies, Solana Sumptuous Cookies. They are the best cookies in the nation and they're really really good they actually because we went in there so much they actually created a little red feather cookie no and, way yes and you can get it oh, at this place cool. pete this place you have to go it is unbelievable they have it, it, the it's so good i can't wait to get down there my diet will be over by then solana sumptuous cookies that's it i'm done love it officially all right all right one but but you prompted another question because you reminded me of another thing jk and i of course talked about that we haven't talked about yet is there an ice cream? I knew you were yes, say that. of course. Yes. There's candles. Handles. Okay. Handles. Handles is like a homemade ice cream place. They do all kinds of wacky flavors. They've got like a hundred flavors a day. So yep. the fun thing used to be like trying all the flavors, but since COVID, you're not allowed to, so it kind of sucks. But there's two locations. There's one that's off of Delmar Heights Road. You would go from Delmar, so it's south, next exit, you turn left, and then it's on the right-hand side, those two plazas I was talking about where the butchery is. The other one is up in um, Encinitas, so if you yep. just leave the track and you go north on 101, it'll be on the left-hand side. I think it's right at, at Encinitas, or maybe it's at Lucadia. One of those two on the left-hand well, definitely, corner. We've revealed our ages a few different times during the show. Billy talking about having a photo from 1974. <laughs> that was, that was one I was born, just so you guys the, know. The, 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 nine, the 915 bed, bedtime. But how about, the, how about this tip of our ages? We've been giving driving directions as if people aren't just going to put this into their darn phones and navigate there anyway. But yeah, we but do appreciate there are the like extra. different places that have like a similar name. So I feel Fair like enough. you kind of have to like tell them like the one to go to, right? Absolutely. Definitely. Like I was only talking about like Roberto's. You have to know the yeah. one to go to. Right. Well, that's a great. I point. love that Pazagayo we've been doing also. this for over an hour. And like, <laughs> this I should is... probably go more if I, if, if, yeah, I was like a, we... if I was a less kind host. Yeah, it's okay. We really appreciate it. We know you got to go. Michelle's got to go to her kids. Pete, really appreciate you having us on. And everybody give... enjoy Del Mar this summer. It's going to be phenomenal. My very quick last one for a dark day uh, slash evening activity. And I wish I could remember the specific place. But the hot air balloon ride was actually a ton of fun. I'll just throw that out there. If you're looking for some something crazy to do, the hot air balloon ride, check it out. All right. We're now going to wrap this up, this really fun co-production of the Owner's Box and the In the Money Players podcast for Michelle Yu, for Billy Koch. I'm Peter Thomas Fornital. May you win all your photos. <laughs>